Welcome everyone to Jimmy and the Hub Problems. Today we're talking about the fact that sorting ideas is hard. We have thought a lot about this as we have, I guess over probably 300 ideas now, and making sense of them is really hard. And unfortunately, making sense of them on the website is even harder right now. We have a couple of things, you know, Obsidian lets you view things in a graph so you can see what's connected. It also lets you have tags, which you can see what's related but we haven't really cracked a systematic way of sorting these ideas and making them easy to consume and understand. So mm -hmm. Neil, what are our levers here? Yeah, I think, well, it's interesting because this is a personal problem that we have had yeah. um, and we have it in several different ways. Um, so in one way we have, you know, what we're working through in this podcast is a backlog of ideas that we need to sort and put into Obsidian, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one place we are sorting ideas, and that is a challenge. And then we also have a backlog of ideas in Obsidian that aren't quite formatted right, that we yeah. are working to, to rate, um, and that is a challenge. And then finally, there is sort of what Jimmy just touched on, and that's the usability of the ideas. And, and that is a challenge as well. So where I was approaching this from was more of that first and the second. Um, yep. And that would, I think there's sort of three main levers, um, time, mental effort, and quote unquote necessary inefficiencies. Hmm. Okay. Um, I. I actually want more on each of those. Okay. Yeah. So for time, you know, that's a function of the time available, the time it takes per idea, any initiation time there is, you know, it takes time to set up open obsidian, yada, yada, yada. Um, yep. And then also gained efficiency. Like, do you become more efficient after you've done 10 of them or less yeah. efficient? You know, how is, how do they play? Um, and then there's sort of a multiplier and it's like the efficiency of your time usage. Like if you're distracted all the time, you're, you're going to be very inefficient. So that's sort of time. And then mental effort, I don't know, maybe this is, is under the time per idea, but it's like how hard is it to go through the process of, of rating it? And then for necessary inefficiencies, I think this is seen when we are trying to rate ideas. Um, so if you've seen on our website, we have a rating of three different things for each of us. And the hope is that those are independent ratings, um, that we are each coming up with those ratings without seeing or being biased by what the other person thinks. And that can be, there's like necessary inefficiencies in there where, you know, I go and I put my ratings in a spreadsheet and then Jimmy rates them and then I eventually put them back in, right? And that's a, you know, our current system, that's a necessary inefficiency, but it doesn't actually need to be there. Well, what'd be really nice in that case is you could have like some type of blind entry, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yep. a basically a Google form. I mean, really, that'd be mm -hmm. that'd be nice. Is we could have one Google form per idea. I think that's actually a really interesting prim, like idea. Is 
if we just had a Google form on there that we both filled out, but also allowed other people to fill out, mm. that might be fun <laughs> because that would solve the problem of like this strange system we have where we kind of have to try to put things in at different times so we don't bias each other. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But even, I mean, even talking about that, that's a big lift is to put a Google form on every page and to create one, like maybe mm-hmm. Google has an, an automated way to do that, but maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, I think too this the sorting is high mental effort for most ideas because it's tied up with everything else. Like I think if we used a Google form, it'd be great because then we wouldn't see, oh, that's not quite formatted right, or oh, I had an idea for this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the challenge is when we go into rate an idea, we're sucked into all these other things about the problem instead of just thinking about the rating. Yeah. Um, Which yeah. I, I think that's fair to ask a question. Is that a good or a bad thing, right? Because it, it is furthering the website and making a more cohesive uh, web, uh, you know, experience. But yeah. it, it is sort of at the expense of, you know, the efficiency of the task at hand. Well, I think it's more of a problem for old problems too. Like we're dealing with, we have this long backlog of things that don't conform to the standard we now have. As I'm doing this, when I'm listening to the podcast back again, this is no problem to, you know, add the categories, right? So there's this problem of the backlog, uh, which is not formatted right. And I think there's a further problem of how do you actually think about sorting an idea? You know, how do you think about like, and for us, we're thinking about, do we want to work on it? Do we want to share this with other people? Like, there's a lot of things we can do with each idea. And how do you start to categorize them so you can think of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a weird concept to start to um, put ideas in categories. I think this was something I really struggled with in college is I just thought every idea was great, right? <laughs> and and the problem with that is then you chase all of them at once. And so mm-hmm. we've developed, you know, these coarse-grained categories, but we need to clear them up and make them more useful, you know? Like, it's I think the whole categories is a problem right now as well Um, yeah yeah so what is it yeah what and it's kind of a weird thing to think about you know it's hard to we i don't think we often consider how to rate projects you know i think in our society sometimes we're so focused on execution that we don't spend enough time thinking about what's a worthy project what are the Mm -hmm. you know and that that's a hard question to answer and especially when you have hundreds of options you know yeah I really wish yeah. we had more time to focus on the noise reduction. I find that really compelling. How do we, you know, remove this noise and how, how do we choose better uh, what, what projects to follow? And by noise reduction there, do you mean like, like, what do you mean there? Like um, how we have our ratings, that's noise reduction, but we don't know what, what thresholds are, you know, things should be set at, right? What does, you know, what is a good level of motivation to be worthwhile, uh, right? And we, we just need yeah. more data for that. Yeah, we should talk about, so our ratings are motivation, um, speed to failure, and then what's the last one? It's uh, impact. So we're yes. trying to figure out, this is our way of coming up with these different categories for a project. You can have something that you're really motivated on, but maybe has no impact on the world and would take forever to try out. 
Like mm-hmm. that's not an idea we want to work on. Yep. And that's what we've realized. And that's a huge breakthrough for us to realize that that's a, a way of thinking about it, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah. I think we have a long ways to go. Well, yeah. I, I think I don't love those three ideas. I, I wish we would be over capturing. Um, and yeah. then, and yeah. then testing which variables are the best predictors. Um, but we just, yeah, there, there's such a backlog and we've got other things that are pulling on our lives. Do you yeah, have... well, I was going to say, yeah. Oh, I was going to uh, ask you if you had any bright spots that you could think of. Well, so I think we have this uh, thing called data view, which lets you kind of search your Obsidian database. And that's super interesting. I think it starts to get us towards this way of displaying and working with our ideas in, in bulk, you know, rather than just one mm-hmm. at a time. Yeah. To really get to sorting. Now, the really bummer thing is that data view doesn't work with Obsidian Publish, so nobody can see it but us. So mm. I'd love to give <laughs> that to other people and let them sort dynamically ideas based on how motivated I am or you are, how much impact there is. Like, yep. that'd be really fun. And then I think another bright spot is actually a system that we phased out, which was our tags, where we would say, this is, you know, um, unsolved. This is a Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. This is, if you go through some of our website, you might find some of these older tags. I think they were really interesting. Yeah. And, but we just haven't found a way to make them like concrete enough to be useful. I think, um, as I was thinking about these necessary inefficiencies, um, the, the cold turkey, you know, sweet. I think that would be really nice if it was you just log on and it, you know, feeds you one at a time and you can't distract yourself with other things. Um, just, yeah, really simple, streamlined, no distractions. Yeah. So just for background, cold turkey is something I use because I'm easily distracted and it blocks websites and it can block apps and really just forces you to focus. That's actually a great idea is I think I might pilot that. And it's kind of weird. It's funny. We listen back to these episodes once a week. I feel like I'm talking to my future self right there. I'm like telling my future self, like, hey, try blocking everything but Obsidian and working on sorting, you know? Um, But another thing, another bright spot I'm coming up with is we've built a custom little machine learning tool that auto suggests Mm -hmm. related ideas for us. I think it might be fun to use that as a grouping mechanism to say, like this is a, an idea group, right? Oh. And maybe we could put that on the website is run the uh, machine learning thing and just have on the bottom like related ideas and have it spit yeah. it out, you know? Yeah. That'd be really fun, it'd I think. Be, it'd be really interesting to have, you know, because machine learning often, one of the the algorithms, it's that sorting algorithm where, it, you know, see it chooses groups and you just feed it really weird things and see what these weird groups it comes up with. Exactly. That'd be fascinating. And this would have the advantage of being visible to people other than us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that'd be fun. You can also have it come up with tags and summaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be fun to really play around with the natural language processing. We have not done, we've done a little bit. And I think this might actually be worth, I have a couple projects I'm working on. I'm working on the restaurant picker, which if you've been following our blog. I just published an update to I'm also working on the local uh, or the SEO problem with multiple search engines using oh, those. Yep. 
But once that's done, I think this might be the next thing to pick up. Yeah. Is checking in on the machine learning and seeing if we can get more out of it in terms of allowing people to search our database in better ways. Um, speaking of um, the restaurant picker, I think that's yeah. also a solution yeah, set. That's a great. Right. Yeah. Where we've, we've talked about this individually is just having, making it a little bit more interactive, the website a little bit more interactive where it serves up, you know, two ideas and then you have to, you know, choose between those two of them and then it starts to tally them. And then it's, it's, um, you know, the wisdom of the crowd and the, the crowd source surfaces the ideas that they like the best. Yeah, that's a great, yeah, it's, that's one way of sorting is which are the most popular. Mm -hmm. And that might actually be the best way to sort it. Maybe it's not great to group them. Maybe it's not actually that useful to have them grouped in ways, but mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other solutions? Not at this point, but I'm actually kind of fired up. I was pretty down about this. Yeah. And now I feel like I have some good stepping stones, yeah. some good alpha experiments mm -hmm. in our language. No, I felt like as I was thinking about solutions and, and or, sorry, levers and ripping on those levers to try to get solutions, I felt like it was kind of underwhelming, right? It's like, oh, what if you really speed up the time you do per, or, you know, minimize the time you do per idea? Well, then you you clear that backlog and it's not that exciting. Um but I, I think through this conversation and, and the cold using cold turkey and the um, you know restaurant picker applying that uh, for the website and crowdsourcing that, I really like those ideas. I also think it'd be fun to build out an Obsidian plugin where you press a button and then it pops up a little pop-up asking for your ratings and you just put them in right there mm. instead of having to scroll yep. all the way down yep. and put your cursor just in the right place and then yes. put the numbers in like uh-huh there's a lot of speed things that we can improve here that would then make it easier to sort later yep and like tags and just like building out some infrastructure here to make this to chunk it up in little bits instead of having to be faced with this overwhelming document mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so um from a backlog of zero being good to a backlog of infinity where is this problem for you like it's like four. It's like a four things in the back. It's manageable and exciting, but not like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say similar for me. Uh, maybe a little bit more. We're not super jazzed about it, um, but really like some of the solutions. Um, and, and think we could, the two of us could really improve our process in some pretty quick, easy ways. Um, and I wasn't expecting yeah. that from this problem as I was thinking about it. I was not either. And I, I'm really curious. I would love to hear from folks. Our contact info is in the show notes of where this might apply as well. I'm thinking about my writing. I've written over 200 stories. And even for me, it's hard to interact with that many. I'd love to have some type of way to sort those stories, figure out which ones are worth improving on and which ones are worth re-promoting. But I'd love to hear for other people. I, you know, uh, one of my friends, Joe Harder, makes great music under the name of Babe Lewis. Go look him up. But, you know, he's got hundreds of song ideas. I wonder how he sorts through, mm. through this as mm -hmm. well. 
Yeah, I think this is the other side of the creating content consistently episode, which is two episodes back, is when you create content, what do you then do with it? Yeah. This is kind of that universal question. All right. Well, Neil, you have anything else? Nope. That's all from me. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, folks, and have a wonderful day.